Glenn and I are experimenting with a post-show pre-show. Yes, Bobby, we stole that from you. Yeah, Bobby Bones, we stole it from you. Love my Bobby Bones and iHeartRadio. Big fans. That's true. <laughs> and we're proven we are two outraging idiots. Yes. What you didn't know before the podcast is that we have an HVAC system that's struggling to work in the heat and we have 30 people in the room next to us. Yes. Which is exciting. Plus, we uh, life just happens. Life does just happen. We talk about this and we laugh about this because Glenn and I sit across from each other and going, gosh, do you ever think that your life is just a really bad um, reality really? TV show? <laughs> yes. This morning at work, it was one of those really bad reality TV shows. Oh, with the AC. Yeah. Yep. AC not working. And the poor lady. Not just for us, but a poor lady. <laughs> showed up. And we've all done it. And you've done it too. You know, you have. You went to the wrong room. Realized hey. it. Do you get up? Do you? What, what do you, <laughs> you do? Stay? That awkward moment when you sit through a few minutes and go, this is not where I'm supposed to be. How do I play it off and look cool and leave? <laughs> yeah. And then I still have to ask somebody where I'm really supposed to be. <laughs> but bad news for her, she went from the air conditioned room to the room that didn't have air conditioning. So she might have been better off just to stay. <laughs> she might have wished she just stayed in CGI and learned about elementary math rather than secondary robotics. Yep. Oh, I don't know. But I'm just thankful that there are people in the HVAC world at Lacrosse Academy and working in the healthcare systems that know how to, one, treat heat-related illnesses and treat HVAC systems. Yes. <laughs> Both patients. Yep, it takes all kinds. <laughs> yes, it does. So stay tuned for the show. It's coming up now. Adventure cast number 13 here, and as always, with me is Calamity Jamie H on Twitter. Yep, and I am at Obi1 underscore Lenobi on Twitter there. And today, pretty excited. This is kind of the reason we started the podcast as well. Is there are great things going on not only in Kansas in education, but around the nation. And today, we have a special guest, uh, Randy Nelson from Wisconsin. Randy, how's it going today? Uh, doing well. How are you guys? Uh, doing good. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Well, yeah. Uh, Randy Nelson, I'm the superintendent of schools in La Crosse, Wisconsin, which is on the uh, Mississippi River, divides Minnesota and Wisconsin. And we are right on that uh, Mississippi River on the Wisconsin side, of course. And I've uh, been the superintendent of schools here in La Crosse, uh, gosh, for seven, uh, seven years going on year number eight here next year. And uh, during that time, I uh, have had a real opportunity to really focus on choices and options. We, we believe that a choice is a good thing here. We believe that uh, one size does not fit all when it comes to educating children. And so we're a district that has uh, several charter schools and choice programs and options for parents uh, to choose and uh, help their kids become really engaged in uh, what we think is engaging curriculum, engaging approaches. We're a district uh, of about uh, 7,000 students. We have two high schools uh, and we have three middle schools. We have nine elementary 
elementary schools. Uh, in our community of about uh, 52,000 people, we also have uh, universities. Uh, we have a Viterbo University, a private university, as well as uh, University of Wisconsin uh, La Crosse, which has about 10,000 students. And then we also have uh, Western Technical College. Uh, so we have uh, really important partners uh, in the work that we do and trying to bolt things up and get kids ready for, uh, for post-secondary. We have a school district of about 1,100 employees, and we are in the middle of the Cooley region. Uh, sometimes our coolies are we call them hills, we call them bluffs, we call them cliffs, we call them a little bit of everything, but it's part of what makes uh, this area particularly beautiful along the Mississippi River. Wow. Now, we met at the Bridging Re- to Resilience Conference, and there our mutual friend, Kevin Honeycutt, uh, was telling us about a program you have, started showing us a video of a girl working on some medical equipment. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, this has uh, been a wonderful uh, partnership that we've been able to put in place. Uh, started about uh, nine or 10 years ago, as I recall, when I first came to the district as an associate superintendent of instruction. Uh, I came from the Rochester Public Schools in Minnesota. Uh, I was the curriculum director there for 10 years. And while I was there, we created a health science academy that was connected to Mayo Clinic. And then when I came here to La Crosse, this was also something that we embarked upon. And it was it was something that really was initiated by our health partners, including both Gunderson Lutheran, uh, as well as there's a Mayo Hospital here in La Crosse that's an extension of the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. And so those two institutions reached out to the school district of La Crosse, and we set up our own uh, health science academy, uh, one that we're really excited about because it brings together uh, so many opportunities for our students to become engaged uh, inside of Gunderson and also in Mayo, but also to get bolted up uh, with their higher education with our education partners and uh, Glenn the video that you saw uh, was one that uh, Kevin took but actually we were in a what's called the ice building uh, which is an old old building that used to be uh, an ice cave sort of building for the local brewery here in La Crosse. Uh, They used to take ice off of the Mississippi River, bring it into this big warehouse, and that's where they would keep uh, all the brew cold. Well, that building has been uh, acquired by Gunderson and now is their training center. And in the basement of their training center, they have uh, several stations down there where they have uh, models, they have uh, kind of dummies per se that are really actually pretty smart. They have a cadaver lab down there as well. Uh, And our students get the opportunity to experience and get their hands on uh, things that doctors do and nurses do, arthroscopic surgery kinds of things, and uh, being able to uh, perhaps uh, be involved in uh, delivering uh, a child uh, or perhaps being able to watch. Uh, there's a there's a video room that they have in that space where uh, we'll have six or eight or ten of our students sit in the video and they'll watch a live um, watch a watch a live surgery going on. And it's uh, it's somewhat common after the surgery is done that even the surgeons will uh, come down after the surgery. And they'll come and talk to the students about uh, about their procedures and what they're doing. So yeah, you saw a great thing. And of course, Kevin, being as creative as he is, is trying to figure out how do I how do I replicate this uh, with cardboard boxes, as Kevin does. Uh, but it's a great opportunity, great hands opportunity for our students. What is the process for students to enroll in those programs? 
Well, the process, uh, it, is a, it, is a, uh, it is a registration kind of a process. The students have to apply, uh, and we have a team of individuals from Gunderson and also from Mayor, Mayo and our high, higher ed partners, and they actually go through a screening process. So the students write essays. Uh, there, is a, there is a registration sheet that they fill out, um, and then uh, this team uh, sits down and they sort through those essays and they interview students. They go through uh, many interviews. We have uh, about 100 students inside of the academy right now. Uh, these are juniors and they're also seniors. And so before they go in, uh, they'll interview uh, 25, 50 students every single year. There are some students that don't get into the academy because it may not be what they really wanted to have or they really didn't have the I really didn't have the commitment inside of that, or maybe we're looking at it for the wrong reasons, or they couldn't schedule anything else, et cetera. And so uh, there's, there, there is an application process uh, that our students have to go through to get inside of the academy. So what are your ex- expectations of your students once they get accepted? Well, you know, number one, it's to understand that uh, this is an opportunity that's being afforded to them that uh, from our from our local partners, uh, Gunderson and Mayo are outstanding partners in this, but also uh, our three higher ed institutions. And what we find out uh, is that we, especially when we get our students off campus, we get them together from our high schools and we get them off campus and we get them into these hospitals and into the higher ed institutions, they respond very positively. You know, sometimes these institutions will say, oh my goodness, we're gonna have high school kids here, this is gonna be a disaster. And actually it turns out to be just the opposite. So the very first thing that we're wanting our students to do is to respect what's happening, is to appreciate what this opportunity that's been afforded to them. I'll tell you that the very first thing that the students do inside of the program is they become uh, HIPAA trained and HIPAA certified. They receive uh, a a t-shirt so that they've got a polo shirt that uh, recognizes them as a Health Science Academy uh, student, but they also get an ID uh, from either Gunderson and or Mayo that they can actually use and access uh, certain places in the buildings like anyone else, but they go through the same training as any employee would go through. And actually both Gunderson and Mayo bring them through uh, that same training that they do, they treat them like their own employees, which is a really important part of the program. Wow. So they get the HIP certification. Do the kids leave with any other certifications, anything, or, or just the experience? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we have uh, the, the probably the, the, uh, the one that they get uh, most of the students receive is uh, by the time they're done with the program, uh, they have the opportunity to get the certified nursing assistant uh, certificate. All of our students uh, get that opportunity to do that. That's the goal is that every single student would have that. Now, not every student does that or they decide someplace in the program that, yeah, I don't know if I like uh, being connected to the patients or, you know, they, they'll, they'll, they'll see surgery and they won't like the sight of blood. We've had some students faint, uh, for instance, but then what happens? happens is uh, uh, either Mayo or Gunnison will kick in and they'll say, you know what, this is fine. If it's, if you're, if you're determining that, for instance, you're, you're not really interested in the patient side of this or being connected that way, goodness, we need accountants. We need uh, graphic artists. We have, we have a lot of places. We need security people. 
we have a lot of places inside our organizations. We're kind of like many cities all in our in ourselves. And so we have a lot of opportunities that may not be patient related uh, that we would like to talk to you about if you might be interested. And so that continues to go. But the certified nursing assistant is, uh, is a, an important part. We also have um, uh, connections to our higher ed institutions where, uh, for instance, our students are able to uh, pass a test to receive credit for uh, the certified or excuse me, the um, a medical medical terminology. It's a five credit course through our local technical college, and our students would be able to pass that test uh, if they wanted to take the test. Uh, and then there's also the human anatomy and physiology coursework. Uh, our students get an opportunity to take that class. They have an opportunity to take an AP test. But one of the one of the unique things here is that our our teacher, our science teacher, is connected to this, of course, and he's teaching the human anatomy and physiology. But the students are getting the experience on the human anatomy and physiology uh, with uh, connected to cadavers and the cadaver lab uh, at the uh, at the health science consortium building so it's a really it's a really rich experience one thing i'm hearing correct me if i'm wrong from these but from these institutions their understanding it doesn't start when you're a senior in high school it starts before that right yeah, absolutely. You know, our, our goal has been, you know, this came from the HR departments and these two uh, facilities, these two organizations are medical organizations. And, you know, let's, let's be honest, what they're trying to do is to diversify their workforce. They're trying to build a bit of a pipeline for uh, students to be exposed to this process, but to, to love the, the health science career so much that they, that they remain in it and they go into the university systems. And, and actually, uh, I think uh, if my numbers serve me right, about 90% of our students, when they graduate out of this program, they do go into uh, health-related uh, coursework uh, in post-secondary. Most of our students receive scholarships. Our uh, Gunderson, uh, in particular, their foundation provides fifteen to maybe $20,000 uh, in wow. scholarships. Uh, for seniors uh, so that they can continue to pursue. What we're not, what we really don't have uh, solid data on yet is uh, we know that some of the students uh, who have been in the health science academies are indeed getting hired back by Gunderson and also by Mayo into their organizations. But I don't know the percentage of those, but every year we get positive stories about, well, here's a student who's been in the health science academy. We hired this uh, person to be an RN, or here's a student who's going to be, uh, you know, doing something uh, with, uh, with transcripts in our offices, et cetera. So, uh, we, we have, we have seen solid success, uh, most of it anecdotal at this particular point. So remind me again, how many years you've had this Academy? I think we're in our 10th year of the Academy. So we've had, uh, we've had a few graduating classes go through at this particular point. Um, we have been ramping it up or we're this year, we had a hundred students, but when we first started, we started with 25 students and then it went to 50 students because we, we started with 25 juniors. And then the following year we had another group of, of juniors. So now we had 50 students, uh, 25 juniors and 25 seniors. And then the demand was so high that we added another section. So then we went from 75 to 100 uh, and now uh, we do have students on waiting lists and so we we are uh, we're working with um, uh, we're working with Gunderson and also with Mayo to see to what extent we might be able to ramp up and add another section another 50 students uh, beginning in the 2019-2020 school year. Wow so I saw an article it seems the kids also get field experience some about um you know, a recreation of a, of a 
some type of accident going on in the field that they react to with EMTs or something? Yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of experiences that come with this particular program. And one of the things that they do is our, our local, our local uh, fire department, uh, sheriff's department, police department, you know, they're always doing uh, emergency disaster kinds of drills. And uh, our health science academy students actually uh, are usually involved playing the roles of victims many times. And sometimes for those students who might be involved in EMT, for instance, they might be on the other side of it, helping the EMTs and getting that experience. But, you know, somewhat recently here, I think last year, the year before we, they, uh, they reenacted uh, a plane crash out at the local, out, out at the airport and our health science Academy students were, uh, you know, some of them were, you know, were on the tarmac. Some of them were uh, in the ditches for instance. And so they were, they were involved in uh, in all of the all of the all of the pieces of that, but most of them times that they're playing victims of these, so that they can see both sides of these things going on. They also have an outreach uh, with uh, Gunderson. Gunderson uh, Hospital Systems has a global uh, has a global outreach program, global partnership program. And one of the things that our students do uh, with our teachers is we have a partnership with the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, and so two or three times per year, uh, our Health Science Academy students, maybe 12 or 15 of them, uh, will travel with Gunderson doctors and nurses uh, to the Pine Ridge Indian in Indian Reservation. And uh, uh, Gunderson has a small clinic there, uh, and so they'll have a several appointments over the course of three days, for instance. But, but then what happens is uh, our students might help triage a little bit, but then they are also involved at the local schools, especially the high schools on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, and they're doing workshops for students, uh, talking about about uh, healthy eating and uh, uh, healthy being, etc. So, and then and then those students uh, from Pine Ridge will have will host, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, 50 of them here in uh, Lacrosse uh, in August for about five days. So it's it's a wonderful connection. They're great experiences uh, for these students who are who are in the program. Wow! So you have huge community buy-in. It's on, it's sounding like. Well, and they're retaining. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You're retaining your communities as well, but when you're hiring back the students that you have put through those programs. So it helps the school, it helps the community, plus the community is building itself in in a lot of respects. Now, in the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, those students are exposed to a very different culture when they get on those reservations. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I've, I've been out there, uh, I've been out there with them uh, on one trip and I will tell you for them, it's life changing uh, from so many different perspectives, from cultural perspectives, but also uh, from healthy perspectives. You know, when um, uh, 80% or more of the people in the reservation uh, are, are diabetic, when you look at the suicide rate of students uh, in their high school and teenagers, uh, our, our students uh, get uh, quite a, they they get they get exposed to things that they may not normally be exposed to, and it helps them understand uh, not just who they are, but their role in the world and what role they can play in supporting other people. Because they many times don't see situations where people are not as healthy, or large organizations or communities are not as healthy. And for them to be able to see that, both experience the culture and participate in powwows with uh, students that are their age, uh, but also to help those individuals and those students and sometimes the adults um, on the reservation uh, see and understand a healthier living and healthier lifestyle that if they can is, is such is so important. 
what questions do the students ask um, after being on the reservation? You know what what they what they do is they typically are coming back uh, and they're they're this really propels them I think in their their quest to be involved in health sciences or to be involved in services you know their question is how do we help more how can we help more and many times it's how can we go back you know so many times we, we really are proud of our partnership with uh, at Pine Ridge because uh, so many times you know you might have uh, you know a church or an organization will go out and they'll help uh, do a couple of things for two or three days which is which is a wonderful thing to do but what we've been doing uh, in partnership with Gunderson and with Pine Ridge is to establish uh, what we feel strongly is a long-term relationship and that's that relationship that allows us to flourish it even allows Gunderson to consider even uh, building a small clinic that might be there instead of having to bring their things that they would have a clinic there for instance and uh, so this is this is a partnership and for most for the most part our students are learning more about servant leadership they're learning about how they can serve others uh, but then they're also asking the question, how can I help more? And it really does help them blaze a trail into a health, health science careers. Yeah. Do you have former students kind of how do I, um, mentoring like present students? Like if you had that doctor come back yet or, you know, kind yeah, of you know, so, so students can see, you know, I was in your position and now look. Yes, absolutely. So we've had uh, a couple of students uh, who are now nurses, uh, either LPN and RN, and they are now connecting with the students. As a matter of fact, that ICE building that I shared with you before where they do their training, when our students go there and they practice uh, the laparoscopic surgeries and they uh, do the things there, uh, and they get connected on delivering babies and things like that. There are a couple of RNs there who actually went through the program. They've experienced uh, what those students have experienced. They, they'll they sit down and help them with pathway because so many times the kids are thinking, this is really cool. This is something I want to do. But sometimes the step, the first and second and third step to get there needs to be demystified. And to have someone, uh, an adult who's there, uh, another person who's been through the program that's able to say, well, here's what I did. Here's the way you might be able to get this done. I went here to UWL or I went to uh, Viterbo University where they have an outstanding nursing program or I got connected to Western Technical College where they have a certificate program for RN. There's, those those pieces are so important for our students uh, to hear about. So yes, we are starting it. I'll, a, a quick story I'll tell you is one of our first students who came through the program actually was, was a student who found out early he thought he wanted to be in sports medicine and uh, he got connected with a mentor in sports medicine medicine and then decided thereafter yeah I don't think I want to be in sports medicine but he got connected to the security people who work at Gunderson and that really emblazoned him to get involved in law enforcement and now uh, he's a full-time a police officer so <laughs> there's, cool. there's so many opportunities and it's just the whole thing is about adults getting connected to students getting their arms around students to say here's what you can do you can do this here are the opportunities here's the way I did it did this and you know, so many times that uh, we don't have that presence in a traditional high school setting, but to get the kids out embedded in the community uh, is so important. And to get those, uh, those adults connected to them, it makes all the difference in the world. That's awesome. <laughs> I have one more question. Sure. What does your parent involvement look like? 
that's a that's a that's a great one. You know, aside from aside from encouraging their children to participate, um, I would say it's uh, it's somewhat minimal. The parents are invited to uh, uh, our students do exhibitions uh, like two or three times a year. They'll do exhibitions of their work, uh, and so parents and general public are invited to come to that. The parents are there for uh, to help their students get enrolled, perhaps, or they're there for the first couple of days. We have significant orientations that take place uh, with both uh, both Gunderson and Mayo. But the parents are really, once they get their students in, they step back and they just let it go. It's one of those things where we've said to our teachers, uh, we brought our teachers together. We said, okay, here's the deal. Yes, we've got human anatomy and physiology in this. We have psychology, AP psychology. We have our health occupations class. Uh, we've got, we've taken a lot of our traditional classes in high school, and we've taken them out of the high school, we've moved them into the community in this health science academy. And we've said to our teachers, we're getting out of the way. The district is getting out of the way. You make this happen. And they have worked together to make the whole thing happen. And I think it's worked out so well that what we have is uh, the parental involvement has been hip, hip, hooray, keep this going. I, I can't wait for this. Uh, and the parents uh, have been very involved, uh, you know, coming, especially coming to see the work that the students are doing. That's great. <laughs> I, we're just sitting here smiling after that. I, know, last I just part. had a little cheer. I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is what I love. Yes. Let the students just do, let them go, let them fail, let them try, just let them explore, see where they're, where they're needing to work on some things and where they really, really excel. And they can really bring forth to the health industry. Yeah. Or, you know, the, feedback, or the marketing uh, the feedback. industry or. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The feedback that we get from our from our parents typically is, uh, especially those who are also into the uh, medical field, what they'll say is, I'm so glad my child had this opportunity. Because some parents will say, you know, my, my child wanted to be a nurse and through this program found out, no, no that's not what they want to do. They want to do something else. But in the meantime, without this program, we maybe would have spent thousands of dollars on tuition uh, and on coursework for our students. And, and that's really not what they wanted to do. We had one student recently, both his mom and dad are in the medical field. Uh, and uh, the mom and dad really, really wanted their child to be in the Health Science Academy, assuming that he would want to follow uh, mom and dad's foot. Foot, tra- foot tracks and uh, and uh, th- and this particular student it was absolutely not I, I have no interest in this at all and the parents were still grateful to the extent that you know they just said it's just it was so good for a child to understand that okay they're not going to follow in our foot uh, footprints and in, in uh, the health science uh, fields for instance but are going to be doing something else and so people uh, our parents have been very grateful that uh, our community you know just uh, just as a just we're, we're looking at this as a model for other academies as well we recently uh, started working Working on a uh, construction academy here, uh, where we have students from both of our high schools. And just this, this last year, they finished uh, building a house. It took them two years. You know, they get out to the house for two and a half, three hours per day, and they they build a house. And uh, recently, the city of La Crosse provided another vacant lot for them to start a new house now here in the fall. And so we keep bringing students through, and they're learning HVAC. They're learning uh, things about uh, electrical and wiring and the. The, uh, they're, they're learning how to do drywalling and taping and uh, all of the things that go into building a house. Uh, and so this kind of an academy is, uh, we've had some good success with it and we're 
we're looking forward to working with our partners. We want to work more in manufacturing. It's a sector that we have not had uh, a lot of organization in yet here in La Crosse, but yet manufacturing is pretty popular uh, in this area. So it's the next, it's kind of the next bastion of work that we want to do with, uh, with Academy work. Nice. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, Randy, we've taken up about 20 minutes here. Every time I just, if someone's interested and they want to follow the, uh, your health Academy, is there someplace social media or something, uh, they could look that up. You know, uh, check us out on our district website. Uh, it's www.lacrosseschools.org. Uh, and they should be able to navigate to our health science Academy there. Awesome. All right. Well, again, thanks for your time, Randy. We'll, hopefully we can do this again sometime and maybe talk to some of your, your students about, about what hey, they're doing. That would be great. That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, once again, thanks for joining us here on AdventureCast. Uh, of course, you can check us out at esdec.org forward slash your stories. Uh, we're also on iTunes, or you can check us out on Jamie's favorite. iHeartRadio. Until next time, we'll see you later.